Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. In studio, we have uh, former Congressman Wiener, John Katzmatidis, and myself, Lydia, on the line. We have Dr. William Parker III. He's a retired senior naval officer who, after retirement, served as president and CEO of the East West Institute and National Defense uh, University Foundation before finding, founding Parker Maritime University. Uh, welcome back to Cats at Night, Dr. Parker. Uh, great to be back on your show. Thank you. Tell us, uh, doctor, there's uh, so many problems in the world. Where would you like to start? Well, might as well jump into Putin. It seems to be uh, it seems to be pretty popular right now. Uh, you know, uh, Zelensky's offered uh, uh, and Putin has said that they're interested in a uh, in negotiations. But the reality is that Zelensky wants war crime tribunal to happen. And uh, and, and Putin, there's no way he's going to take that. It'd be, it'd be like Hitler saying that he was going to say, OK, to the war, war tribunal. Uh, uh, war tribunal. It's not going to happen. Um, but I think we need to watch India there very closely. Uh, Modi has said that uh, he says publicly and privately now that he uh, intends to continue to align himself with Russia and uh, his votes in the uh, UN Security Council prove that. And uh, wh- where do you think, uh, do, you, do you really think Putin wants uh, peace negotiation talks? And if so, how should uh, President Zelensky respond? I do not think that he wants uh, peace negotiations unless it, it means that he's going to get Crimea, some of the uh, breadbasket, some of the nuclear power plants and not be held accountable. And I, I just don't see that happening from uh, Zelensky's side of the house, uh, not after what's what's been uh, happening so far. But Putin's put himself in a hard position right now because financially they're in uh, they're in deep trouble and a lot of the country does not like what they're seeing um, from their leadership and the fact that so many people are coming back in body bags right now they did not expect the ukrainians to fight as hard as they have dr Parker, breaking news wabc we have some breaking news breaking news uh former vice president mike pence has filed with the fec uh to run for president in 2024 oh boy that is breaking news right that is there. Bad. He was on WABC last week with us. He was in the studio here. Wow. So he's running for president. Yeah. That's crazy. Let's okay. go back to Dr. Parker. Uh, Dr. Parker, you were saying that you didn't expect, uh, I guess Putin didn't expect the Ukrainians to put up such a fight. Uh, you know, uh, what do you think Zelensky's response should be regarding Putin saying, okay, now I want to come to the table and I want to talk about peace? I think he first needs to. I, I like the fact that Zelensky said, hey, we're going to go to the United Nations and see what the United Nations will do as far as being a mediator goes. That's not a bad call. Um, but the reality is the United Nations, the United Nations Security Council has an issue because uh, because Russia has a, a veto power. Um, so so that won't change uh, much there. But the reality is, I think that Zelensky is is wise to say, here are my 10 points. I'm laying them out for you. But one of those has to be a a war crimes tribunal. 
Um, and that puts uh, that puts Putin in a position of uh, saying, if you drop the war crimes tribunal part, maybe we can consider the rest of it. We'll see how that goes. But um, is Zelensky's heart over on the war tri- war uh, crimes? I don't think this goes anywhere. Dr. Parker, Anthony Weiner, tell me a little bit about what you think changes in the winter time in the land battle that's going on there. You know, there's the old cliche about not betting against Russians in a land battle in the winter, but the challenges that they have faced in terms of the diminishment of their of their forces and morale and the like, does the does the onset of of frigid cold weather is that to the advantage or disadvantage to Putin in in this in this effort? Well, I'll tell you right now, uh, here in Ukraine, it's uh, 30 to 40 degrees. It's supposed to get up into the 50s. Um, it's going to stay that way for another uh, week or two. As you see January come in, it'll drop down into the 20s. The reality is that uh, you have about 10 million people without power right now in Ukraine. They're suffering from uh, frostbite, from flu, from the pneumonia. Uh, all of those issues are starting to face the Ukrainians. But on the other side, interestingly, uh, if you really look at what the Russians have shown up with in Ukraine over the last year, even during the colder months, you realize they're not as, as well equipped as you thought they would be to fight in the winter. So, um, I, you know, I, I think if the Americans were to fight the Russians anywhere, but but even in the winter, um, uh, the Russians would not do well. But they are not logistically prepared to fight long term in the winter and certainly not a trench warfare kind of fight, which is what it's starting to look like on the ground. Well, uh, where, do, where do we go from here? I mean, uh, if we're going to give uh, uh, Ukraine the Patriot missiles, what is uh, uh, what, what is Russia's reaction going to be? Well, I think, first of all, if we're going to give Ukraine Patriot missiles, we need to be very careful that we don't do what we did in Afghanistan, which was an absolute debacle, where we leave billions of dollars of equipment behind for, for countries that are potentially our enemies to uh, – Uh, to take advantage of. So if we're going to put Patriot in there, we need to have control of those and make sure that we get those back out um, when when the fighting's over with. So that's one part. The second part is on on how uh, Putin responds. Um, You know, he he says he's willing to go uh, nuclear. I think we need to look at that very carefully. But at the same time, um, we have we have looked weak um, in the past. John, you and I talked about this right after Biden was elected. You and I said that this president will face uh, and be tested by many countries right off the bat. And here's what's happened. We've had the debacle in Afghanistan. The Taliban now completely control that. And they're they're doing all kind of preps for bad things to the United States in the future. We watched Russia prepare to uh, come into Ukraine and we did nothing about it. And they rolled in to Ukraine. We watched the buildup in China. North Korea has tested over 90 missiles this year, which is the most ever. Um, and there's a big question mark on India, as I keep bringing up, because they keep voting against us at the U.N. Security Council. So I think we have some major issues um, that we're facing, not to mention our borders, uh, some major issues as we move forward. Understood. We've got a minute left. What else do you want to tell the American people? Well, I, I think we really need to take a good hard look at what's going on in uh, in uh, the South China Sea. I mean, yesterday alone, you had uh, two days ago, you had 47 aircraft uh, enter the Taiwan airspace. That's the most ever. Um, they threatened not only Taiwan, but Japan. Now, tell, Japan. tell the American people why they did that. Uh, they specifically did that because they were not happy with the omnibus bill. Uh, not happy with the omnibus bill, as we uh, as we say, we're going to increase our uh, our spending on on defense, uh, in particular that we're going to uh, 
uh, support our friends and allies, uh, which is a good thing. But we are very late in building up our military. And you and I have talked about this before. We went from 600 ships down to less than 300 ships over a 30-year period. And we have got to get back to building ships and aircraft again and getting back to the right numbers. That's a Navy man talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dr. Uh, Parker, thank you so much, and thank you for your uh, your great career in the Navy and everything you've done for our country, and God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you, sir.